week on the Small Church Media Podcast, we are getting back to the roots of the podcast. We're going to have two back-to-back short punch episodes that can be sure to help you drive better engagement on your social media posts going into 2023. But before we get into that, I want to remind you that this episode of the Small Church Media Podcast is sponsored by Tidely. And although we talked a lot about Tidely's 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 online giving platform, I want to quickly talk about their church management software. With Christmas coming up and then the new year coming right down the pike, I hope you have a game plan on how you will be able to follow up with those people who walk into your church. With the church management software, you are able to put people into groups so that you can ensure that no one falls through the cracks as you follow up with them throughout the year. Check out Tidely's church-focused softwares by clicking the link in our show notes or typing in smallchurch.me forward slash tidely. So let's jump in. Today's conversation is part one of the six different social media post types that actually work. You ready? Let's get it. This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. Well, what is good, everybody? And welcome back to the Small Church Media Podcast. Last week, your boy goofed. <laughs> After the intro, you may have wondered, okay, um, so so, um, why, why is there no music and it's just a whole bunch of dead air time? You know what, man? People make mistakes, and it's just proof that the show must go on. And even if we make mistakes, ah, man, it is all good. Well, hey, it is officially, well, uh, yesterday, day of recording is December 19th. It's my birthday, so I'm officially an old fart of 31 years old. The back hurts a little bit more. The knees hurt a little bit more, but whoo, I'm looking forward to year 31 going into 2023. Well, today, we're going to talk about the six different social media post types that actually do work, but we're going to split this up into two different parts so that way we can have some short, quick punch episodes for you this Christmas season. So this episode, we're going to talk about the first three, and then next week, obviously do the math, we'll talk about the second three. So to get started right off the bat, we ain't screwing around at all. Here are the three different types of social media posts that actually work that we're going to talk about today. Okay, so number one is posts for engagement. Number two, posts for familiarity. And post three, uh, type number three, post for ministry highlights. So, with post for engagements, what types of posts are the actual types of posts that are for engagement? Well, a handful of year, years ago, Brady Shearer of Pro Church Tools came out with this idea for Facebook, specifically not all the other platforms, of hey, Facebook just created this new color block technology where you can type in a status, put a color block behind that, and all of a sudden you can just create a post that actually visually stops the scroll for people to actually engage with what you post. And over the last many years, marketers still use this all the time. In fact, in the Facebook group that I use for the other podcast that I run, Real Talk Christian Podcast, this is probably the primary type of post that I put because as people are scrolling through their feeds, they can instantly see a color block just right in front of their face with some text on top of it. But what Brady Shear was talking about with using these color blocks wasn't just to use it, you know, willy-nilly however you want, but 
every single time you use one of these types of posts, you are using these posts to engage with your audience. In other words, you wanted to create some sort of post around the idea of what can we do to get people to simply like or comment. It has nothing to do at all with your church. You're not trying to get anything out of anybody. You're not trying to post pictures. You're not trying to announce events. You're literally simply trying to create engagement on your social media. In fact, you'll see this all the time, even on Instagram, that people will screenshot things from other people's Facebook posts or just a text or whatever, slap it on their Instagram and have some sort of banter around these types of posts. So for posts for engagement, this works extremely well, primarily with the Facebook category, not so much Instagram. But the purpose of an engagement type post is simply to start having the algorithm work in your favor. Because as you create posts that are actually engagement focused, such as what's your favorite ice cream? What's your favorite worship song? What's your favorite book of the Bible? If you could have dinner with somebody dead or alive, who would it be? If you could ask God one question, what question would you ask him? If you start asking questions like this, you are creating a platform that people can start actually engaging and commenting on your post. And the more you do this, Facebook and other algorithms will say, hey, people actually like to engage with these people's posts. So when you actually do these types of posts, your algorithm, the algorithm starts to favor you a little bit and people will start seeing the other types of posts that you are now posting on your social media. So when you create engagement style posts for your social media, I will warn you right off the bat, your church members probably won't know what to do with them, and they may flop unless you lean into what we talked about last week with telling your congregation how you want them to interact and why you want them to interact on your social media. And then as you start doing these types of engagement types posts and tell people, hey, we want you to interact with it because we want to have fun over there in Facebook, and then you as a pastor and church staff member start to engage with these types of engagement posts, and you put your own comments in, make sure that under the church profile that you're using, comment under and reply to every single person who actually engages with that post. And the more engagement style posts you do, whether it's just the text with the color block or you actually make a legitimate baller graphic on Canva or Adobe Stock or whatever, you can be sure that as engagement numbers go up, the other types of posts that we're going to talk about, people are more likely to see. So the first type of social media post that actually does works are posts that are simply designed for people to engage with that post. The second type of post that we're going to talk about here is post for familiarity. Now, I, I can't really say that word. It's being familiar, familiarity, whatever it is. But basically, it's the idea of, of getting familiar with the church staff that you have in the church, even if it's just you as the small church pastor. There's other primary volunteers that are inside the church as well that help make the church do what it's supposed to do. However, you can also use post for familiarity to feature other volunteers from your church as well. So when you start doing posts for familiarity, you're actually taking pictures of your church people around your church building to use on social media, or you're asking them for a picture that they would love to feature as you're doing ministry spotlights and you want to feature them. Can you guys just send us a really awesome picture of you and, and your spouse or your family? And we want to use that to introduce you to our entire social media platform. What this does is it gets people's faces on social media, which then the algorithm, honestly, they don't admit it, but it always does, will then push that out more to more people because 
More people like pictures of people's faces than of blank pictures with just text. And then also it gets people excited about seeing themselves on social media and it creates an easy level of engagement from others because people will like and comment it whenever you actually feature other people from the church on your social media, whether Instagram or Facebook. Now, you might be thinking, okay, Mark, so what types of posts can we do for these posts for familiarity? Like, it's simply just post a picture and say, hey, here's Bill. He's served on the tech team for many, many years. We just want to say thank you for him. The answer is yes. You really could do posts like this, or you could have a lot more fun with your posts. In fact, in the show notes, I'm going to include a link to a church called uh, Second Chance Church with Perry Noble. Uh, we ain't getting into about the whole uh, what happened with Perry Noble back in the day, but his church, Second Chance Church, has an amazing Instagram account that features um, volunteers of the week. They used to do every single week. They might be doing a month now, but I'll include that link in the show note. But they have every single week a volunteer spotlight from someone in their church where they actually do a really, really quick interview with that volunteer of, hey, how long have you been at our church? How long have you been saved? Why do you serve in the area that you do? What is something you want to would want to tell somebody that's a little hesitant about serving in the same area that you are in? And just like that, you are creating an excitement on your social media because, again, you're showing people's faces of other people, so they're going to want to interact, and now other people are also going to interact with those posts. But you can also do fun quiz-type things with your staff members or volunteers as well, like two true than a lie. In fact, during COVID, one social media campaign we did was with just our pastor, Pastor Scott. We posted the same picture with him with a different type of quiz on that graphic of what is Pastor Scott's favorite drink? And we put different lists and we told, put your put your comments or put your answers in the comments. We said, what's his favorite football team? If he could have dinner with anybody, who would it be? And just like that, people started commenting and they even said, whoa, I never knew this about our pastor. This is actually super, super, super cool. And another idea that you can do, I know I'm going really fast. I was trying to keep under 10 minutes and whoo, it ain't gonna happen today. But another thing you can do is also post a staff member picture of them as a kid. Now that gets a lot of fun and say, hey, which staff member is this? And it's just like a little baby photo or photo when they were two or three and just see if people can comment on who the right staff member is for that picture. Again, with the post for familiarity, what we're trying to do is to introduce the people inside of your church to your social media platform. So that way, A, people around your church can get to know each other a little bit more. You're creating more of a social engagement level content for your social media, which the algorithm loves to see. And then when a visitor lands on your social media, this is where it gets big, they can already scroll through your church social media and say, whoa, um, this is different than any other church because I feel like I've already met a handful of people and I haven't even walked through the door yet. So when you start creating posts for familiarity, it's not just for engagement, although it is for that. It's not just for your own church members, but it's also for people who are looking at your church online to see if they wanna come and visit your church. And then the third different type of post that we're gonna talk about today is posts for ministry highlights. Now, I would say this is the type of post that probably most small churches actually do really, really well. As different ministries are happening in the church, you just take quick pictures of people in Bible study or at senior lunch or in this Bible club or in student ministry or in Kidman land or the sermon preaching or people behind the scenes on uh, the tech department or ushers or greeters. But basically, you can take pictures of all different facets of ministry life because at the end of the day, their church isn't just a Sunday morning worship service or worship experience, whatever you call it, but every single ministry is a part of the church. And, and then when you do these types of posts, when you do ministry highlights, don't just simply say, hey, we had a great Bible study. 
No, 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 no. Figure out how you could use your church's mission and vision to set the stage of why you are posting these posts. For example, if you say our church ministry, our, our church mission is to develop and create passionate followers of Jesus Christ, and we do this through introducing worship to kids ministry, and we do worship every single week with our kids ministry. You could take a picture of the back of all the kids' heads doing worship songs with the leader in the front, even to a video, and just like that, you're introducing people into what happens happens in the kid ministry area, but also now you are telling them why you do what you do in that. You know, and then sometimes when we do different ministries that are doing like mission trips or stuff like that, primarily like with the, the teenagers, a lot of times we'll say, hey, the teens are going off to, to, uh, to Nashville, pray for them. Rather than do that, get a little bit more personal. Talk with the different st the students that are going or the youth pastor and say, hey, what are you guys hoping to achieve or what are you guys hoping to experience when you are going there on the mission field? And what are you guys hoping to do? Who are you working with? And actually post pictures of the people that you interviewed or even when they get back, this is when it gets really good, start doing little mini interviews with each one of these teenagers that went on the mission trip. Take a picture of them in the church and just say, hey, this is Maddie. She's a a sophomore at this high school. She went on the mission trip and here's what she had to say about it. And boom, you have an amazing social media post where you are actually highlighting the student ministry and what they were able to accomplish. And again, you're putting people's faces on social media. So when we look at these first three out of the six different social media post types, you'll see that two out of the three focus on people's faces. And that's one tip I wanna give you ending this episode is the more posts that you can do that include people's faces on your social media, the better engagement rate you will have. Because again, remember, we talked about the truth about social media and why social most social media posts fail. And part of it is because we're on a pay-to-play platform and all of a sudden only one or two percent of your followers will actually see your post. But I can guarantee you that if you start including people's faces and their stories and their testimonies and try to create engagement type posts with people, you can see your engagement numbers start to slowly climb. But I want to lean into what we talked about at the end of last week's episode about why most church or why most social media posts fail. And that's because your church members don't know what to do when you post. I want to challenge you and encourage you that on Sundays, I want to say, hey, we're having a whole lot of fun over in Facebook and kind of playing a lot of get to know you type games, icebreaker games. I want to challenge you guys to go over there and interact on Facebook and comment and comment on Instagram and here's why. And then you can tell people it actually lets other people start seeing your post. But if you guys also do your due diligence as small church pastors and communicators to post the right types of content where you're including people's faces and story and getting other people involved, you can start to see your engagement numbers go up. Just as a word of encouragement, there's a um, on my own personal um, Mark High Creative Facebook page, I've been trying this as well. A lot of times I do little highlights of different websites I've built or church ministry platforms I've built, but lately I've been trying to just lean into pictures of just me and the kids, and every single time I do that, the engagement rates go through the roof. I mean, we're talking 10 to 20% of my followers actually engage with my post, and I want to challenge you as well to do that. Lean again, I'm going to just I'm, I'm literally just going to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't want to say beat a dead horse to death because that's kind of rude, but that's kind of what the just terminology is. Um, just hitting the same drum over and over and over, but create posts that cause people to engage, get 
familiar with the idea of sharing people's faces so you can help them become familiar with your church as well as also just post different ministry highlights. Come back next week and we're gonna talk about the other three different posts that maybe can help you boost social, not, not boost your engagement levels, but help set the stage for when visitors come to your church, what they can know and expect out of your church. Well, guys, that's it for another episode of the Small Church Media Podcast. We didn't land the plane super well with coming out of this episode, going into next one, but that is okay. Forgive me for that. I just want to encourage you guys, head over to the free resource library at smallchurch.media where you can download the free downloadable website audit that you can just download and go through four fast, really tests and just see how your website is doing online with both the digital aspect as well as people interacting with it. You can also sign up for the free mini course that I walk you through about how to make three different social media, not social media, backup, three different sermon series graphics using Canva free, using only free resources. That way you can start creating amazing sermon series graphics, just like the big guys for your church sermons and use those also in your social media strategy to help people know about upcoming series that are coming down the pike. And as we end this episode, I just want to encourage you guys, if this episode was an encouragement to you or you enjoy the content, please share this episode with somebody. It's super hard to grow a podcast when it's just you hanging out at your house recording every single time. But we have grown this podcast to what it is because of engaged listeners like you. And if you want to make yourself known, introduce yourself, leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or send me an email at hello at smallchurch.media with any question that you have. If you want me to answer on the show or just answer an email, I would love to do that as well. Well, guys, come back next time, next week, same time, same place to talk about part two of the six different social media post types that actually work. But until then, I hope you have a great week and we'll see you next time on the Small Church Media Podcast. The Small Church Media Podcast is a part of Mark Hyde Creative.